Welcome to the podcast, Not So Serious, presented by Marketing Mag. This is the podcast about communications, but not so serious. Each episode, we're going to talk to a brand or a business about how they used their marketing to make waves, not ripples. Do you dream of getting your business teams all on the same page? Your customers sure do. That's why HubSpot's CRM platform makes it easy to get every team working in sync. From sales to operations to marketing and beyond, HubSpot makes it easy to track customer contact history or access aggregated data. Because when your teams are on the same page, your customers have a better experience. Your customers will thank you. Your competition probably won't. Connect your people, your customers and your business at HubSpot.com. They're the most important feature in every pub, restaurant and cafe since the outbreak of the pandemic. Ordering through a visual menu at your table was groundbreaking before the pandemic and maybe life-saving since. Today we have Head of Marketing at Mr Yum, Bodum Westover with us. Thanks so much for joining us today, Bodum. Yeah, thanks for having me. Really excited to have this conversation. To start off with, can you just tell us um, a little bit about Mr Yum and the origins of it? So Mr. Yum was born out of a, um, a Brisbane-based startup accelerator called Pitch Black, where our founders very quickly delivered on a vision uh, to make menus more visual and dynamic to really reduce that FOMO when dining out with your friends and family. So this was shortly after Apple built the ability to scan QR codes into the native camera at the time. So there were some early challenges around communicating to venue customers that they didn't need to download an app what would actually happen once they did scan the QR code on the table, that sort of thing. So Kim, our CEO, obviously one of our founders as well, she really pushed the idea from day one and the small team at the time really rallied behind it. They eventually moved from Brisbane down to Melbourne, set up in Collingwood, around the corner from the first ever Mr. Yum venue, which is called Lemon, Middle and Orange, who really took a chance with this unknown visual menu tech, which was brand new at the time. Um, the Mr. Yum team stayed incredibly close to, to that customer and to its end users. They literally sat in the, in the cafe all day observing and watching how people interact with the product and asking questions. The idea just sort of spread to other cafes in the area from there and the team's focus then switched to how do we scale this thing, how do we make money? But that, that's basically mm. how it started. I mean, it's amazing um, the visual menu thing because I think that I was thinking about this before, how much... Um, before I go to a restaurant or something, I kind of trawl the internet and look at all the photos or tagged photos on Instagram and decide what you want to have because like we're so visual. Is That's that right. Was that like an early kind of adopter like idea of it as well? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the original idea was really simple. So when Kim, Carrie, and Adrian, who are three of our co-founders, they'd go out eating together, exactly what you said, they'd read the physical menu, then they'd go on Instagram and Google Images while they're at the restaurant to see what each of the options looked like. Often there was like an ingredient they didn't recognize, they'd have to flag someone down to ask what it was. They just realized how like manual and slow that process is. They just wanted to figure out a better way to create a more personal dining experience. The one thing with Mr. Yum too, the idea behind it is more time spent with the people that you're there with and less time like on the, the manual sort of admin side of things. We knew that people eat with their eyes, like you said, um, and we mm. know that every hospitality business always has operational needs. So having a digital visu- visual menu really solved both of those issues. And of course, the vision for the product, um, getting smarter and smarter and understanding what you like and dislike was there from the start. So um, as we capture more information about people's likes and dislikes, the product gets better. Everyone sort of wins it at the end of the day. When I think about Mr. Yum, I think about it really coming in 
kind of during the pandemic and I guess like post lockdown, it has really turned out to be one of the success stories of the pandemic. But it really did start before the pandemic, didn't it? It did, yeah. So the pandemic was really good for Mr. Yum, but also pretty bad. Um, so the company, it, it feels like a COVID success story because of the amazing growth through that period, especially mm. through the pandemic's worst period. And that's really a testament to the team's agility more than anything. On the positive side, uh, Mr. Yum, we served a lot of COVID requirements. So contactless payments, QR codes are better mm. understood and accepted um, b- because of check-ins and all the rest of it. The team released a pickup and delivery option um, in a week and a half. So we were able to pivot really quickly and sort of change the business model for what our customers needed. But of course, on the negative side, Mr. Yum makes money when you use the product in a venue. So with so many venues closing um, when the pandemic first hit, basically revenue dried up. So the biggest shift was really the introduction of that um, model towards pickup and delivery. So Mr. Yum really won the hearts of a lot of local businesses and conscientious consumers Mm. at the time um, by taking a fraction of the cut compared to some of the other delivery-focused apps. Um, So the team was really driven by helping its early customers stay connected to its customers, which was fantastic, and really being here to serve their needs. I think once momentum started building, we were faced with the challenges of rapid expansion. We really needed to address the, the disconnected business systems, which is a big part of it as well. And that's where HubSpot came in for us, which is critical at the time, still is today. Um, So having that right tech infrastructure in place meant we could automate workflows like onboarding and and reporting and and creating more seamless handovers um, so we could focus on the scaling part of the business and not the operational side. Oh, that's great. So those relationships with something like HubSpot and things like that have really allowed you guys to become from, I guess, what was like a single purpose business where the single purpose was visual menus into being able to kind of expand. Yeah, it's certainly helped with our scale. Those operational things early days, like the start of last year, we had 15 staff. Today, we have almost 250. So the operational challenges in January 2021 are pretty similar to the operational challenges we have today. They just had a lot less people at the time. So having a platform like HubSpot just allows you to to move a lot faster. With the future play, I mean, we've already touched on this then. Do you think um, Uber Eats and Deliveroo should be watching their back when it comes to Mr. Yum? Uh, that's a good question. Um, so we play in quite different spaces to Uber Eats and Deliveroo, although we do have a lot of staff from those companies. <laughs> um, so read into that what you will. In terms of like future plans, it's perfect time to answer this question because we actually just announced mm. our first major acquisition this morning. So really good timing. We just acquired uh, my guest list and its subsidiary product, um, Sprout which is a hospitality-focused CRM. So a lot of hospitality businesses, restaurants, pubs, entertainment venues use My Guest List and Sprout to really manage their their relationships with their customers um, and things like ticketing, bookings, all that sort of things. Um, So we have a big vision for personalized dining experiences, which is obviously quite different to the bigger delivery apps. So if you sort of imagine being recommended your favorite food or your favorite beverage when you, you do scan a, a Mr. Yum menu in a venue, we can combine menus, payments, customer databases for marketing in one place now. So Mr. Yum is really that hub for venues to be closer to their guests. And that acquisition's really made us a lot stickier for venues as well. We've got things like email marketing and data capture that, that makes the personalized dining experience a, a reality. It's, it's one of those things that the hospitality industry has been talking about for a long time, but now the tools are sort of starting to align and consolidate to, to really bring it to life. Quite interesting to hear of hospitality, the hospitality industry really having to get CX as a part of their marketing now. I think before it was just kind of like serve the food and they will come and now 
that personalization that we hear across e-commerce is now kind of hitting this new, well, old old industry of hospitality. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess that's just the stage of tech adoption that the hospitality is at. Um, it's kind of funny, My most of my career was in sports technology and it felt like sort of five years ago we are going through a similar wave in terms of technology's impact on sport. And it used to be the similar thing, like you find the best athletes and you'll win games. But as everyone got a lot better, you had to get a little bit more creative with um, how you manage your, your athlete's performance. And it's a similar thing. It's a you can have this amazing brand and amazing product, i.e. food and beverage, but um, that doesn't guarantee people are going to come back because there are just so many options. So yeah, being tech enabled is sort of a must have these days in hospitality. Is Misty, um, um, is there like plans for expansion overseas? Is it being used overseas at the moment? Yeah, absolutely. Um, like I was saying earlier, business like Misty, um, I think we've got organic nodes of influence. The more places you can use mm. the product, the more exposure there is to its benefits, which leads to more places adopting the product. So We've got really strong growth flywheel flywheel here in markets where we're growing really fast. So about we've worked out about seventy percent of Australians have used Mister Yum so far for that very reason. Since we entered the UK market, which is our sort of next overseas expansion opportunity, and um, we've seen really similar developments. The UK is quite similar to Australia in terms of the hospitality business. So we've got thirty five people on the ground now over the, over in the UK, most of whom are in in London. Like we're, we're signing on venues every day. It's growing really quickly. The obvious next venture will be the US, um, which is quite different mm. in terms of how hospitality works and the servers have a lot more power and there's a huge tipping culture. So tech-wise, it'll probably have to change the product slightly. But that's obviously like you can't really make it to, and be in the, the realm of sort of Canva and Atlassian and Afterpay if you haven't made it in the US. So that's definitely in the next frontier. You know, Americans are so dependent on their servers being like, you know, for servers themselves, that human connection is very, very important because they're a tip-based culture. So there would be a real pivot that you would have to make to um, understand and not take away from that kind of culture in the US as well, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's very important in the US to not mess with that sort of human connection. One thing that we have to counteract that today, and we've got um, the sort of perfect business model to do really well in the US is our new split and pay um, product. So traditionally, uh, Mr. Yum is order and pay. So you scan your, your the QR code when you sit down at the table, the whole visual menu is there, you pick the items you want, and then you pay for it at, sort of as you go. If you want to add a drink later on, or you want to add chips for the table, you just order again and it all sort of gets invoiced together. But our new split and pay option allows you to still have that human to human interaction. So you still deal with the server, you still look at a physical menu if you want. So for more like upscale restaurants or in the US where the server is so important, and then split and pay sort of comes into the equation at the end of the meal. So you you get given a QR code then, and it allows you to split your bill either by person, um, by like equal amounts, so you can split it three ways and you can basically split it any way possible. A lot of custom options. They think that's going to be really big in the US because mm. if you've ever been over there and you're like trying to pay for a meal, it can be pretty frustrating, like flagging someone down. They come, they bring the little leather folio, you put your card in there, they take it away, they bring it back, you write out the, the tip, often while they're standing there yeah. watching you write out how much they're tipping and then they'll take it away again. Like there's sort of like seven steps there. So if we mm. can make that a little bit more efficient and not reduce the sort of human element, a lot of people are going to be really happy with that. Because at the end of the day, when you finish your meal, you, you sort of want to get out of there <laughs> um, a lot of the time. So if we can help with that, that's that's going to be great. I think that's a big thing with Mr. Yum is how many times at the end of a night did you have to go to everyone, okay, how much do you need to put in? How much do you need to put in? And oh no, I ate more pizza, like that sort of thing. It's just 
cut out that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that's one of the big frustrations, I think, for consumers, but also for venues as well, like being able to split bills and mm. people like keeping tabs of what they've eaten and all that sort of stuff. Like it's, you don't want to be thinking about that while you're with your friends and your family. So if we can remove that sort of angst, um, that re- solves a real problem. Running a business is a lot like sailing a ship. You've got your eyes fixed on the horizon and an entire crew to coordinate. Luckily, in the business world, there are fewer reefs to navigate and a lot more HubSpot. HubSpot is an easy-to-use CRM platform that seamlessly connects all your teams to not only grow your business but also deliver a better experience for your customers. Think of it as a treasure map with a large X marking the spot. In the sea of sameness that is the other CRM companies, HubSpot allows you to customise your cruise experience so that your CRM works just the way you need it to. Connect your people, your customers and your business at HubSpot.com. Bringing it back to the businesses that you work with, how important is forming those authentic bonds with businesses? Because you just mentioned those more um, like upper class venues and things like that. And I guess, you know, those venues that change the menus seasonally and things like that. So is it really important that you guys have these great authentic relationships with those businesses? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it doesn't matter if you're B2B, B2C, or even B2B to C, which is what Mr. Yum is. Um, it's really important to form those authentic bonds with your customers. Um, it's a bit of a cliche now, but authenticity is just increasingly important. And it's often undersold, I think, how important emotion is in the B2B sales process. Just because like someone isn't spending their own money doesn't mean it's not a very emotional decision for them. And the more authentic your relationship is with the customers and prospects, the more trust there is you just can't buy or replace trust so it is a huge thing for us and i think the more upscale the venue it is the more important trust and authenticity is um so venue like mr miyagi where they might think that the order and pay version of mr yum doesn't sort of suit their dining experience but split and pay is perfect because it's sort of like a edgy tech um fueled way to sort of end the meal and get more bums on their seats mm. building that relationship building that trust and, and leading with authentic authenticity is um really what you need for a venue like that and especially you guys are working in quite a sensitive space because of the hit that hospitality took during covid there must be so much hesitation with the reopening and you know places being short-staffed but still needing to have customers through and everything like that you're in a precarious but really important space, I think. Yeah, precarious is a good word for it. Um, we've got a we're in Collingwood as well, obviously, and the, there's a cafe right around the corner from us called All Press, which like almost everyone goes there for coffee every day. Um, and it's shut today because they're they're short staffed. They've got a bunch of staff that have COVID and um, a bunch of other reasons. And it's really sad to see. And at the end of the day, Mr. Yum can help a business like All Press because it's the ordering and pickup and payment and everything process is a lot more efficient. But it has been difficult um, going through COVID and slowly, hopefully coming out of it. Because at the end of the day, the, you do need people on the ground in any venue. And Mr. Yum can sort of augment that human resources element that, that any venue has I guess the important part is that it is augmenting. It's not replacing people. Um, it, it can just make a venue a lot more efficient. So hopefully we can get out of this pandemic as soon as possible. <laughs> Things can go back to a little bit more normal and um, yeah, we can sort of see the next phase of this technology. 
One of the big things with Mr. Yum is how aesthetic it is. When you open up the menu, it just looks so beautiful. So let's talk about that imagery. Who takes that? Who owns it? Where does it come from? Yeah, it's a really good question because I agree. It's a very important point. So there are really three options, I think, for imagery in a business like Mr. Yum. So one is curating existing shots from Instagram, Google Images, etc., which can bring copyright issues and it can be quite inconsistent. Another is user-generated content where you're relying on your customers to take the imagery, which often means poor quality, doesn't quite do the product. And when I say product, I mean the food, um, doesn't do it justice. And the third option is where the company, in which case us, were very involved in in creating and curating the the imagery. So we decided on the third option at a pretty early stage because we just know how important it is. So it really followed the lead of companies like Airbnb, um, which through the early days they did all the photography for their customers as well. And more and more venues are starting to do their own professional photography anyway because um, everyone knows the power of quality content, so it's becoming an easier process. But it is something that we've built into the onboarding process. So if we sign on a new cafe or a pub or a restaurant, in addition to doing all like the discs that go on the table and the onboarding and helping them set up their their menu, um, we will send a photographer to take professional shots because we, we do know how important it is. Because we are so visual, how many times did I used to sit at a restaurant and go, oh, what's that 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 person there has ordered? And then there's you guys have found a very sweet spot of making it look so nice and so aesthetic without being any of the traditionally, I guess, like negative connotations that you had with uh, um, if that if the menu has to have pictures on it, then it's not going to be very good. Yeah. I mean, part of it is like the, the medium, like of... Like often those sorts of menus were like laminated or in the big leather folio and it's hard to make any image (laughs) look good um, in that sort of setting. So yeah, part of it is like the nice high pixel digital screens we're looking at the pictures. Um, But yeah, you you nailed it. It's such a huge part of the experience now that if you can see what the food looks like and it's a really high quality photo. One, everything looks better, so um, it's great for the restaurant. Two, it's better Mm. for Mr. Yum because our product looks a lot better. Also, it reduces that sort of FOMO element where you've ordered and then you see what the person next to you gets and you're like, oh, I wish I got that. I didn't know it was going to look like this. So it does solve a few issues. Do do you ever struggle to get it into restaurants because of the disc? I mean, I think it looks great, but is there anyone (laughs) who's just like, oh, no, we (laughs) we don't do that? (laughs) Yeah, so the disc varies quite a lot. Um, I was actually surprised how much tension we put into designing the disc for the venue so i'd obviously use mr yum a lot as a consumer before i joined the business but i didn't realize how like customized we were with the disc so like we use all of the, the the venues colors fonts and everything but if they want to put it like on the side of a napkin holder like we do that if they want to have like a stand-up thing on the table um, like we're super super flexible we want that disc or whatever you want to call it portal <laughs> into the mm. into the qr code um to feel as blended into the the setting as possible and we don't want it to feel mr yum like our logo is very small in the middle of the qr code but the rest of it is in their branding so that's a really part important part for the venues but it's also important for us like we don't want people to walk in and think oh what's that ugly thing on the on the table you want it to feel like part of the experience you guys are also really well known for company culture and Kim's obviously a very cool leader at the helm that you've got how important do you think company culture is at the moment yeah, I mean, super, super important. I've said this a few times since I joined, but Mr. Yum is kind of like a cult, but in the best possible way. <laughs> um, everyone's just so bought into the company's mantras and vision and everyone's just so grounded and supportive and nice. It's actually quite incredible. 
often companies start to lose that strong culture as they open offices in new regions and grow rapidly. But the, the Mr. Yum culture just seems to keep compounding, which is really a testament to the first 50 to 100 employees because they're the ones that brought in the next 50 to 100 employees. Um, so I haven't personally visited our Sydney or London offices yet, but I've heard walking into them has a, a similar vibe to our Melbourne office, which is pretty unusual. Usually that each office sort of has its own vibe and feeling towards it. I think we've only ever had one person choose to leave the business, which is insane given how quickly we're growing. Our onboarding experience is it's just really well considered. Information is intuitive to find. And even though things move really fast, everyone's always there to help and go deep on something um, over a coffee. So we've got a really flexible working environment with no policy for sort of if or when you need to be in the office. Um, But people still choose, most people still choose to go in every day, um, which is a real testament to the culture. And it's not that they feel like they need to be there because they're missing out. Otherwise, it's more just because it's a nice place to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've got two young kids and going into a fast-paced startup office is a quiet, calm place compared to being at home. But I think having that office element really helps because it's just like a everyone just enjoys each other's company, which again, feels unique. Absolutely. I mean, you guys are in a, at a really great space then because it is the kind of a job seekers market at the moment and you guys are hiring so much, but you have your pick at the moment and obviously you're saying that only one person has voluntarily left that is unbelievable yeah absolutely um like people are very eager to work with startups with great values um and is a really tight market at the moment but hiring's been a breeze for me so far at at misty um say probably half my time at the moment is building out the marketing team but the business in general we're bringing in 10 plus people per week at the moment so every interview i've done so far people mention they love the company's mantras they want to join the misty um rocket ship everyone always refers to. So it's definitely got that sort of employer brand that is really strong. And LinkedIn's been fantastic for us. We get a lot of people that hadn't necessarily heard of Mr. Yum before. They had used the product, but didn't make the connection between the brand and the product. Once they realize what the company is and they sort of engage with the content, um, they end up applying for jobs. So we've got a lot of applicants coming through, which is amazing. So you had the announcement this morning. So as head of marketing, can you tell us what kind of like the next three to six months, what should we be looking out for with Mr. Yum? Yeah, so I think a big part will be the international expansion. So our plans for the US will really start to come to fruition in the in the coming months. The UK is going to continue to grow. We're, we're taking a very sort of events and partnerships-led approach to some of these new markets. One thing I love about Mr. Yum from a marketing perspective is how we can activate our brand. Mm. So we've done things very recently like Night Noodle Market or Formula One or we've got Gabs this weekend in Brisbane and then Sydney and Melbourne, the the beer festival. So Mm -hmm. events where we can both deploy our product so people are uh, using Misty Yum to order food and drinks but also activate the brand in a fun way so when people leave they actually know they use Misty Yum and not just like a random QR code. So that stuff is super exciting because it gives us exposure to B2B vendors that might have a physical location as well but also brand awareness for consumers like Formula One, if we can get 100,000 people using Mr. Yum, that makes our product a lot smarter, as I was saying earlier, um, and just a lot better engagement with venues. So that stuff really excites excites me, and it's all sort of new um, as a company. So mm. as we refine our approach there and take it overseas, that, that's going to be really cool to see unfold. And finally, we always ask our guests this. So what are the local businesses that you think we should be keeping our eye on as the next big thing? Yeah, good question. Um, So I'm going to give a very biased answer to this and say the two previous companies I've come from. (laughs) Mm. I was the first marketing person at Catapult. I mentioned earlier the ASX listed sports tech company um, works with most of the best teams and leagues around the world. 
So I had a great eight and a half years there. Another one more recently that I came from was a, another hardware-enabled SaaS business called Vivi, um, that an ed tech company reimagining how teachers and students really collaborate in the classroom. So those are two I'll, I would give shout-outs to because um, I think they're doing really great things. But Misty M is also part of the Airtree investment portfolio, and I've gotten to know some of the people, other Airtree companies through a CMO Slack workspace we have. And there's some pretty cool brands doing some really cool things there. So yeah. giving them a plug, actually, they just um, released a, a jobs board I saw on LinkedIn the other day. Have a look for the Airtree jobs board. I don't know the, the URL, but there are some pretty cool companies in that in that portfolio to keep an eye on. Great. And I guess now, where can we find you or where can we follow Mr. Yum? So you can find me on LinkedIn. Um, I'm not big on social personally. I've always been like behind social media channels for brands, but not. I'm not very good at it for myself. But yeah, find me on LinkedIn and just Bowden.Westover. And I guess Mr. Yum the same, like LinkedIn is kind of our power B2B channel at the moment. We get so much engagement through LinkedIn. I did a post the other night that just sort of like talked about our growth in sort of like a fake conversation between our HR team and our marketing team and it got like over 800 likes. So I'm, I'm really impressed the sort of engagement we're getting on that channel. So feel free to reach out to us there, but we are on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all, all the other channels as well. <laughs> Across the board. <laughs> Across the board, that's right. <laughs> thank you so much, Bowden. Thanks for letting us know about what's happening at Mr. Yum. No, thank you for having me. I really enjoyed this conversation. 